a car subscription service focused on sustainability. That's our destination. Joining us from Finn is CEO and co-founder Max Joseph Meyer. Hi, Max. Hi, Fred. And you're talking to us from uh, from Munich, which is where one of your two headquarters is, the other being in New York. So let's begin with the story of Finn. The idea of a, a car subscriptions has been around, I guess, for, for some time. So why Finn? Yeah, um, so I think the, the best way to explain it is um, so um, along with like, yeah, what I've done before, actually. So I sold uh, my first um, tech startup, so to say, which I started in 2008. It's, um, it, um, it's called Stylight, a search engine for fashion, actually. I sold it in 2016 and I became an angel investor after that. But actually, yeah, I was really looking forward uh, to, to starting something new, ideally in the field of e-commerce. I wanted to build something that can yeah, truly define a category, truly uh, offer value to customer. Uh, customers can become yeah large, meaningful, impactful, all these all these things. Um, and then yeah, I looked around and um, yeah, came across the concept of car subscriptions, which yeah yeah uh, has been um, around for years actually. Um, so there's what there was a company in US obviously starting it, pioneering it, and but no one like really has figured out how it worked. Um, and um, I thought it hey it's yeah such a cool thing for customers um, and also from a business point, uh, point of view, cars is the largest retail market in the world. Um, so there are 500 million cars in uh, Europe and US and but uh, but yeah, still 1% only um, and when it comes to the e-commerce penetration, right? so only 1% um, of all transactions is done online. And so I thought it's, yeah, it's a huge opportunity from both a consumer and a business point of view. And um, so that's when we started uh, Finn in 2019. And where is Finn available today? So we offer our car subscriptions um, in our home market, uh, Germany. So that's where we uh, started. And yeah, since the beginning of the year, also in uh, the US. Um, so currently we are operating in four states in the Northeast of the US. Uh, but uh, soon uh, we will also um, expand uh, our service to, to many more states in the US. Now that's interesting. So you looked at this car subscription model and you, and when you took a look at it, what was the opening you saw? What hadn't other companies seen or, or been doing right? So <clears throat> maybe quickly about like how, how we, like what our, our car subscription actually are. So, so what you can do with Finn, so you go, go on our website and you can book your car subscription within a few minutes. So it really looks and feels like an e-commerce, like an Amazon for a car subscription. So it's really super easy. And you can book it in a few minutes and then we deliver the car to your doorsteps within a few days or maybe weeks. And um, yeah, and you um, can drive the car and you pay one monthly rate. And in that rate, everything is included but fuel. So it's including insurance and maintenance and delivery and so really everything. And I think one of the one of the things maybe we we tried out and we found users really, really like next to all the convenience and uh, flexibility is still an affordable price. So there were other players actually were really focusing on like a monthly flexibility and the flexibility to swap the car during the subscription term and here and this and that, but that all increased the price heavily. And we really, I think, um, uh, yeah, with our car subscriptions, uh, we offered tremendous value and also really um, like value for money. 
So that consumer experience that you're talking about is one of the real key things here because I've stepped through this, uh, the consumer experience, the, uh, I've been taking a look at your service for the, for the last week or so, or maybe two weeks or so. And uh, I'm looking at one, one of the vehicles now, a, a Model 3, and it's been terrific, the whole experience so far. So tell us, these are new vehicles that you're providing to consumers uh, all the time, or how does it work? Exactly. Um, so, so most of the time, um, it's a um, it's a it's a new vehicle, and um, all of the time, it's almost like a almost a new vehicle. So, so how the model works is that we, um, yeah, um, purchase uh, vehicles in very large volumes. So, so in total, we um, target uh, twenty five thousand vehicles by the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, really in very very big volumes. We also pre order all our vehicles up to twelve months um, in advance. And um, yeah, and then um, typically a, a new or almost new car will be then delivered um, to our customers. And the inventory that you have, people can, can browse that through your app or, or online on, on the web. And that's going to vary depending uh, on how difficult it is for you to get the vehicles that you want, I guess. Well, of course. Uh, so it's definitely not the, not the easiest time uh, to, to get uh, <laughs> To get a car is pretty much the hardest time probably in the past 20 years. In our case, so all the vehicles we kind of receiving and now and are able to offer our customers, we already have pre-ordered like three, six, even 12 months ago. So this is this helped us to navigate through this supply crisis is really to like yeah plan ahead and think ahead and then then pre-order many many months um, ahead. Well, what kind of customer? is this right for when you compare the the subscription with purchasing or, or leasing a vehicle? So um, we have like a clear core target group um, and this core target group, we, um, yeah, it's families, it's young families in their thirties and forties. Uh, we typically describe them as uh, former hipsters living in, yeah, for example, East Village. And, and, and now kind of growing up in their 30s, uh, but now moving out, um, for example, to New Jersey and then uh, raising a family and finding out that they need like, like they need a house, they need a car. Uh, but these target group um, millennials now, they um, yeah, are so used to purchase everything online, they really seek for an online alternative. And so then they find, uh, yeah, they, they find out about Finn and they're really um, intrigued by the convenience and ease of use and flexibility of it. And the economics of it, uh, when people do the comparisons, how does that typically work out? What do you hear back from people? So um, yeah, typically we are um, we are never the cheapest option. So that's 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 for sure. So if if, if you really or when you like really look for like compare many many deals and at many many dealers, um, I think you will be able to find always a cheaper option. But that's not our goal. So so definitely that's not our goal. But we want to really offer an attractive uh, like yeah value for money. So so we are um, yeah we are I think really all things considered also especially when you consider that within our rate insurance um, is included uh, maintenance there's like no deposit everything is really included but fuel and um, I think it's a very attractive package and we see it in our numbers so since the beginning demand truly never has been our constraint but more like uh, really uh, getting enough cards. 
And on the flip side, uh, from the consumer view, uh, what do you say to your investors uh, about how you're able to make money? So in the end, two like there are two key enablers uh, to our business model. So so the the first thing is truly volume. So everything we everything we do we do in pretty large volumes. So twenty five thousand cars that enables us to also yeah um, purchase everything we purchase for a good price. So this is of course includes cars, but it also includes insurance. It also includes repair hours, and repair hours for example are the biggest part of your insurance. Well, and, and we really negotiate all of these bigger and smaller pieces uh, relentlessly to offer our customers a, a great price and at the same time um, also um, earn a healthy profit from it. And if for your consumers, if something were to happen to the vehicle, an accident, for instance, while, while they have it, the insurance company, the insurance would take care of providing like a loaner or a rental in the interim. Is that how it would work or does Finn step in? So in the end, uh, we are like, that's also one of the, the cool things about Finn. So you will always have like one, one kind of like 24 seven hotline. Uh, so you don't need to think about like, go, do I go to the insurance or the, the dealer? Like who, who do I call? So in, in, in our case, it's always us. And uh, we, um, yeah, we help you with everything. Um, so sometimes you, um, the insurance is behind it. Sometimes uh, uh, one, one of our partners is behind it. But yes, we, we absolutely keep our users always on the road. And you mentioned the supply chain issues. How, how difficult is it today to get the cars that, that you want, the cars that are in most demand? We mentioned the Tesla Model 3. Everybody has a hard time getting a Tesla, I guess, today. And there are others and many more EVs coming to market. And I know uh, sustainability is, is, is a big part of your business model, right? Absolutely. So um, our like yeah, the core purpose of our company is to make mobility fun and sustainable. So make it fun by really offering that super convenient user experience. But we also want to make it more sustainable. And um, we do it in two ways. So the first way is that we focus a lot on fully electric cars. And so 30% of our fleet is fully electric, uh, which is obviously much, much more than uh, the average. Um, and also secondly, what we do is we compensate all the CO2 emissions to allow our users to drive all cars CO2 neutral. And talking about like supply, of course. So it is, um, it is really, really hard. Uh, and that's also the reason why we also sometimes sell out of certain vehicles. And so, so we, we work together with a broad range of brands. And sometimes, yes, it can happen that we that we sell out of vehicles. Uh, when you, for example, like right now, so you mentioned the Tesla Model 3, Currently, you will not find that on our uh, uh, website in the US because it's sold out. It will come back, uh, but currently it's sold out, actually. And perhaps other models, too, I, I assume. And what about other vehicles and, and car makers? You mentioned you work with a variety of them. What can we expect to see you in terms of the, the choices that you're offering consumers? So, uh, yeah, if you look at our website in Germany, you will, you will see that we're there. We are already working together um, or have like, I think, 15, maybe like 20 brands live. So really many, many brands. Um, and so it really ranges um, Germany, for example, from Audi, BMW uh, to uh, Volkswagen, Tesla, um, um, Range Rover, which I think is a pretty cool brand, uh, but also newer brands, for example, such as Polestar which is a fully electric uh, car brand you certainly know and, and others. So it's a really, it's, we, we aim to offer like a really, really broad mix 
of um, kind of really like the, the most famous brands you know, like, like Ford and uh, Ford and so on, but also really newcomers. Uh, and there are many like new um, brands are coming to the market, like the first time in decades, mostly due to the like, yeah, fully electric cars. Um, and so, um, yeah, we also partner with these brands and uh, make it accessible for, for, for customers out there. And what have you learned about consumers and consumer behavior so far? You're, you're getting these cars back after six months or a year. Um, yeah. What, what have you learned? So initially, when we spoke to insurances, uh, like in Germany, for example, they were super skeptical. They were saying, well, in the end, it's only like a rental. And like, you know, don't be gentle. It's a rental. And uh, they, they will treat your cars pretty badly. And our argument actually was, we don't think so because it's kind of like a like we we hand over the keys to one customer over the period of six or twelve months, and then we get it back from that very customer. So so it's kind of like a, yeah, uh, like the 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 loop is so uh, so to say it's closed, and people know it's kind of like kind of like they treat it like their own car, and so you don't want to drive around in a car which has like a, like yeah, and and so so the people treat it pretty much like the, the, the damage uh, rate, so to say, is very similar to, to how people treat their, their own car. And uh, when you take a look at the future here, tell me what the, what the plans are. You mentioned ex expanding into other states. Is that going to be this year? Absolutely. So there are a few, few other states currently um, on our plate for, uh, for this year. Uh, certainly um, more states in the Northeast, um, but we are also preparing our launch in other larger states. And uh, one of them definitely will be California. And so, um, yeah, stay tuned. But that, that's, that's one part of it. Yeah, that, that's, that's really just really execution. Uh, but in the end, for us as a company, we are really like laser focused um, on, on car subscriptions. So, so that's, that's really what we, what we as a company, we wake up with that, uh, with car subscriptions in mind and we go to bed with car subscriptions. <laughs> so that's, that's what we do. And, and we will not deviate from that. So we, we truly aim to, um, to, to offer as many customers um, our service as possible because so far customers are really, really happy and, and, and the feedback is great. And you've found that the two offerings, six months, a six month period or a one year period, that's worked well? Or is that what you're going to be sticking with? Very good question. So in Germany, we're also offering uh, one month uh, options. Um, and and then we will also offer this uh, this option in the US uh, um, uh, yeah, later, um, at a later point in time in, uh, this year. Um, maybe also longer options in the future, but kind of like this is our core. So it's one, six or 12 months. Um, I think we that is really also the core of our brand is really like, like also flexibility. Um, and so this, um, yeah, um, that will be also our focus over time. What, before we let you go, what has surprised you from the time that you, you, you decided to jump off the cliff and, and go with this concept? What has surprised you in terms of the, the hurdles or, or maybe, maybe how easy things have been? I doubt uh, that's the case. You know, that's, that's <laughs> Nothing's the easy. When you, when you look up, for example, our LinkedIn page, like everything looks always like, like perfectly well and super shiny and easy. And yeah, well, your reality is much different. So, so your reality, it's 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 a roller coaster. So, so I always describe Finn as a chain of very large uh, chicken egg problems. So, um, you need to 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 close all these OEM partnerships with 
corporations that have hundreds of thousands of people like that's really really not easy you need to raise so we raised uh, till date uh, 700 million in fleet financing uh, from from very large bank institutions which also is really really hard to do especially when you're a startup that is not profitable yet uh, you need to build all the technology so it, yeah there, there, are, there are a few things that are that are really really hard and i'm glad that I did not know all of these challenges <laughs> before I started Finn, because maybe, I don't know, uh, otherwise maybe I, I would have given it a second thought. Um, but yeah, but it's also, we have a fantastic team. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, they're, they're really, really ambitious. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly fun, but also a lot of work. And, and that's another challenge too, is getting the right people on board, right? It's a, it's a tough environment for that. It is, um, of course. Um, I think we are, um, yeah, but still offering a, a, a very um, compelling proposition. Um, so it's a cool product. It's a cool. It's a cool team. Um, we are quite flexible, like working on site or uh, also from home. So that also helps. Um, and um, yeah, I think it's we're we're doing fine there so far. Terrific. Well, the website is fin f i n n dot auto. Max Meyer, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textination.com.